Yeah, I, I guess the you know the the idea of republishing is kind of interesting as well. Like mm. re, like this. It seems like uh, revisiting a design history, particularly in Australia, has become, you know, has become of interest to designers in their sort of thirties and forties now. That there's this idea that there was this this history of graphic design and print in the nineteen fifties and sixties, which mm. which wasn't really well archived or mm. or recognised. Mm-hmm. Um, that designers refer to their kind of Dutch or European, Swiss, American design heroes before they, mm. they you know, they sort of touch on Australian pioneers in that field because mm. it's, it's an industry that, you know, like a lot of creative industries in Australia that sort of struggle to kind of gain a profile. Mm. Um, and that's, you know, the, I mean, I guess with something like the, this publication, um, and you know, revisiting old design work like the Les Mason um, Epicurean magazine—it's sort of like things that people are familiar with, but until mm. it's represented to them, it, it sort of um, you know informs them about Australian history through through design or through print, which is something that seems to be almost like um, you know part of the process in in Europe that. You know, you're informed by the information, but also by the design and the printing process. Every time something is mm. is issued, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I mean, while I was, I was kind of, I did some, I was uh, reading something. I think recommended by Experimenter Jess that this um, text about socialism and print. Okay, and, yeah. Uh, by Debray, and it was kind of mostly talking about how these two are kind of quintessentially linked. Oh, it was throughout history, anyhow, and yeah. um, and how that. Uh, yeah, print basically helped um, to advocate uh, the idea, like intellectualism and ideals of socialism and things yeah. like that. Yeah, and so I guess I'm I'm just wondering if that has anything to do with maybe the lack of um, the, the, this kind of focus here, because Australia wasn't kind of established uh, as as a socialist model or anything like that. It was it's very much like a based on kind of freedom of individual yeah. rights, yeah. and so there was never that kind of focus on. Um, uh, like, yeah, like collectivism or anything like that. Yeah, which is that, I mean, that New Australia seems to be this sort of, you know, like yeah. experiment in, you know, looking at socialism in, yeah. um, within a country that, I mean, looking at the language that's used in that publication, the ideas of mateship and, mm. you know, in the, you know, the, the late 19th century are quite surprising to me. Like, it's sort of, that era to me is still makes me think of of old England you know that mm. Australia would have been still you know a young country yeah and you do get a sense of that with with the progress of of, of not in the progress of work because it certainly is interesting I mean you know the caliber of design work here is you know can be comparable to anywhere in Europe or America mm. um, but it feels like we are behind, you know, we, we, we are sort of catching up in terms of cultural development and mm. um, and that sort of idea that you know, publications like that are born out of, um, you know, the, the need for a voice to be heard or the need mm. for something to be stated in print. And a lot of the time with independent publishing, um, that's how a lot of things actually kind of uh, gener- generated, you know, the, you know, the fact that 
small independent publishing groups nowadays in Australia, and there are very few of them, are publishing material that is being ignored by mm. by larger publishing houses. Mm. Um, but the, the main problem is that you know we, we don't have a market really that, that supports it, you mm. know, a big enough market, and we, we still seem to have that, that, that distance issue between Europe and America to actually distribute Mm. this sort of thing as well and as well or whether it's linked to a studio practice that designers see themselves as curators mm, you know yep. they're either curators in print where they're managing material yep. if they're doing you know yep. um, publication design or um, even the conceptual process is, mm. is you know could be linked to you know um, traditional curatorial practices where you're kind of looking at you know making connections and links with with um, with artists or or with with designers and it doesn't surprise me that more designers are probably looking at, um, you know, presenting their, you know, their processes or their you know, their inspirations, yeah. you know, in a gallery context. It's yeah, um, and they do it well. I mean, you know, it's sort of they, yeah. they, they can be quite obsessive, particularly that group. They can be quite obsessive with things that they're into. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And I think maybe I mean it's not the only only reason, but it's one of the reasons also why. Um, I guess I chose to reprint this um, publication. Yeah, well, that's. I mean, well. I, I saw as that as a sort of curatorial project within a yeah. within a larger curatorial project yeah. in the, the show. You know that mm. it's a research project, but it also has a you know a graphic outcome or a print outcome, mm. which um, you know the the, physic, the physicality of or materiality of print is something that you know can never be replaced by you know an, an electronic version um, that. There is an electronic version of this newspaper, but you know how is it accessed and how is it presented, um, and you know the the simulation, the whole process of using you know the, the same materials, different processes, but the same stock, and mm. looking at formats and mm. you know the the distribution, like the actual mm. quantity of the newspaper, mm. yeah, is a comment without having to make a statement, yeah. like a yeah, yeah. yeah. And I guess it's also about the the uh, like visual impact of an object um, as opposed to like a digital um, you know scan or yeah, something as yeah. well. I feel like and I feel like it's still the best way to draw attention to something is to have it's to have a material form or to have something physical to look at or to yeah to gather around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah, you know it be- then mm. becomes a document in itself. Like it becomes mm. a yeah it sort of reconnects with that movement and also becomes uh, almost like documentation of that movement because mm. it's restating or representing the the manifesto of that mm. of that uh yeah that collective um yeah is that so apart from looking at um other socialist groups and uh, was there anything else in australia that i mean that that you made a connection with that you know came after i mean was there only one issue of this publication printed oh this newspaper is actually an anthology of, of um of i think they made one of what one every uh month or so yeah well and that was the projection wasn't it in the the that they were going to do that yeah yeah, yeah. and then i think it stopped after three or four years yeah. yeah but the newspaper is an anthology of all the collection of all the newspapers they made yeah I think originally it was just a newsletter. Actually, it wasn't. I don't think it just was just a single page. Sort yeah, of thing. like yeah. or just two, yeah, folded in half maybe, yeah. and then four pages. Yeah, yeah, like that. And what's the? I mean, uh, the origins are from Wagga Wagga in New South Wales. So is that because that's where, like Mary Gilmore or 
that they were sort yeah. of, you know, the I actually had no idea. I thought they, um, I was pretty sure they were based in Queensland. Yeah, well, the, the, uh, what's the name of the guy that, uh, is it Lane? From, yeah. 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 Because he, he was the editor of the Queensland Worker, the oh, socialist okay. yeah. Yeah, newspaper. Yeah. Um, but then, the, you know, the, the, the first issue or the first newsletter published in Wagga Wagga. Mm. So whether it's that connection with, <laughs> yeah, you know, with a group there. Um, this is a bit of a mystery to me, actually. I like yeah. to find out. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's sort of it's only from you know, kind of making connections from your original, um, you know, you're introducing me to the project, and mm. sort of looking at names of people that were associated with it, mm. and you know, the fact that. I mean, questions like, was it still printed in Australia when they when the colony was established in Paraguay, or what's the connection there? Yeah, I think so. That yeah. was definitely true. Yeah, yeah. So I think they would send all the material back, and then it would be printed here. Yeah, yeah, mm. it'd be interesting to find out. Mm. So, Cause I think the whole time they were still advocating for um, groups to move over there, yeah, and um, kind of spreading yeah. the news somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a it's quite a progressive. Um, it seemed to be quite progressive a progressive idea to yeah. establish a colony. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, only 120 years after the colony here was established. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. It, it might just be that, you know, that, that way of thinking that, you know, there was a lot of that happening from from Britain that, you know, this sort of, this mm. was the, the practice of establishing colonies in other countries and mm. and then uh, this is how you kind of yeah. take over the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And also this kind of, like, dissatisfaction with... Um, with with an utopia already because Australia as it was was already some sort of like a utopia like people escaped from all of, mm. all of the world to kind of be in Australia yeah. like it was seen as this kind of like a, a bit of a paradise already yeah and um but to be dissatisfied with that and to move <laughs> somewhere else yeah it's yeah because yeah. there was the it, it, that whole collective was born out of a split of the Labour Party mm. or the Labour Party yeah yeah which which is interesting on another level as well, isn't it? Because the Labor Party mm. had been such a you know, you know a strong body in Australian political history, mm. you know, sort of, and how what what are their connections with socialism today? You know, how is how would something like this be interpreted? Mm. Would be you know another another good reason to see it reprinted or yeah. represented. Yeah. yeah. I was trying to think about other you know other. Uh, sort of publishing groups that have been like you know if you look at um you know socialist uh, uh kind of events or or things that have been born out of, of so a need to to present something in print the mm. the uh, you know the french uh sort of protests in 1968 mm-hmm. the sort of atelier popular group mm. which printed all those beautiful um you know the screen printed posters which mm. were incredibly well mm-hmm. you know sort of crafted and designed and you know the process of actually screen printing in one color um you know suggests the idea that these things were literally uh crafted printed and then distributed onto the street within the you know the, you know, the space of mm. a couple of hours yeah um yeah and the pro the process of hand cutting type yeah. and not using any mechanical yeah. type dictated the style um you know that that sort of thing apart from looking at maybe lo-fi punk or band posters or, um, I mean, even zines to a point are, are kind of crafted or mm. polished to a point where they're embracing a naive style. Mm. But that immediate response to, to something in print is really interesting. And, mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's the other thing I was going to say before, is I just remembered. Um, 
uh, is that I think the other reason why I, I decided to do this is um, to kind of um, promote the um, the uh, well, how would you say it? not appearance of um, Australian culture but just to kind of place more focus or importance on it as well and I think just because especially kind of in the art world it seems like there's not so much of a context or um, or recognition of um, where an art is made and why mm-hmm. you yeah. know like I mean I feel like everything in this show could be made anywhere and it doesn't really matter yeah. and it yeah. doesn't really say anything about their identity or where they're from and although we're all Australians I mean what does that say about a show mm-hmm. and I'm not saying that um, all the shows that I see um, in Europe are kind of a base or say something about um, the social issues there but I think a lot of them do like and I, mm-hmm. I think I've become almost more aware of like um, uh, the political situation and issues and uh, especially geopolitical kind of politics and learning that through art yeah yeah and I think that's something that doesn't really come across here like I wish I could learn more from art here like yeah. literally yeah, yeah. and um, and I feel like with this I mean I hope that I could um, you know take some back with me and then kind of distribute it because because print is much more easy to yeah distribute yeah. and then I'll hopefully kind of um, promote something as well like bring something back to Europe yeah in that sense yeah, yeah, yeah. it's kind of I mean that that whole idea that you know that Australians are terrible self-promoters yeah. of their own cultural mm. history but if something is recognized internationally we we tend to be quite proud you know mm. it can go from through art to sport to to music yeah. you know that mm. um there's that sense that if we over you know overperform here the whole sort of tall poppy syndrome thing comes into play but if mm. we overperform internationally it it's sort of it, the, the acclaim here is much greater it's uh it that, that sort of probably goes back to to when communication was a lot more difficult pre you know pre-internet and Mm. you know work that's created here as you said Uh, because i think that's because of the you know the deconstruction of the community the the whole idea that you know art is born you know has been born out of um uh, community groups that that are kind of responding to local you know events or depicting kind of local scenarios and that artists working here um, don't necessarily respond to yeah to, to place you know it's more about how is my work going to sit in the context of international art? Then, yeah. how is it going to be, you know, um, you know, kind of read in the context of South South Bank or South Melbourne? Yeah, you know, the, the people certainly respond to place or space in in their work. You know, that they'll use architectural forms and structures and existing spaces mm. to to respond to. But that that seems to be, you know, sort of like an international notion of, of, of contemporary art that. That it's not just about a predetermined format and that can be redistributed in different spaces it's it's more about utilizing the space you've been given um, yeah but we we had that same sort of thing happen with this well this idea that if you um, take something that's typically well it was was seen to be quite progressive in Australia and take mm-hmm. it overseas or distribute it overseas and it gets the recognition that it it, it, it then just sort of um, increases the profile of the country culturally and that, yeah. that Les Mason project was a bit like that where yeah. we sort of um, through uh, a graphic design 
graphic mm. designer in Melbourne, you know, sort of uh, represented this collection of, of uh, magazine covers that were designed that when they were sort of shown to design publishers in the UK and Japan and, and, and Europe, they were immediately attracted to it because it was something quite unique mm. that, you know, although it's not um, completely uh, without, uh, you know, its origins in other sort of publication design, um, there's something particularly Australian about that that magazine. And, mm. um, so when it's seen collectively, I think it, it actually adds value to that. And I think that's where this project... Um, will get attention for its conceptual, the conceptual considerations, but also for the content, the subject matter that, mm. that it's representing. Like it, it mm. certainly will, interest will kind of go beyond the art community. Yeah. 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 I mean, I hope so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it would be surprised, I would be surprised if there weren't academics who have done, you know, in-depth studies into this movement, you know. I mean, yeah. historically, there are only so many... Um, you know, kind of movements within Australia that you can kind of focus on as a mm. uh, as a historian, and this seems to be something that may have informed, um, you know, like independent political parties or or other socialist movements or groups. Um, mm. Whilst it's not that, I mean, if you think about socialism in Australia as a political movement, you you, you kind of um, the image of the the street vendor or the you know the, the person with the card table and the, the badges on the street comes to mind, which is mm. yeah, which yeah, is it's quite... always seen in a very negative uh, form. Or, yeah, is that what you mean? Yeah. yeah, well, it's just seen in a very kind of lo-fi, uh, yeah. you know, unprofessional or yeah. um, anti-establishment kind of way. But yeah. you know, this is certainly not. Although they were you know, responding to a certain situation here. Yeah. Um, and, it, and so, do you know much about how it broke down? I mean, it sort of seems that the idea of teetotalism and um, mm. not, uh, you know, sort of interacting with other, other races, which, you know, being in Argentina mm. or Paraguay would have been mm. difficult not to do, that, mm. you know, you were sort of born a white male and you must marry a white male, a white female. Um, mm. Is that the reason why it sort of all came apart in the end or...? Um, I think that was one of the reasons probably, but, um, I don't know, I guess I would think that maybe it was out of frustration because, um, I think many people had, um, very specific ideals about what they would achieve there. Yeah. And maybe that didn't come through in the end because it was much too idealistic. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, like all movements like this, you know, it's, um, it sounds great on paper, but yeah. then when you get there, I mean, it's, and it's also, um... I mean, it's it's not Australia, it's Paraguay. <laughs> like, it's not. Yeah, yeah. And I think um, at the time, there were there were also a lot of German settlers in Paraguay as well. Yeah. Um, and I think because the... I was reading that the amount of um, the male population had reduced by, like, 90% or something because oh, of the wow. civil war there, and that's why they were um, encouraging people to come uh, yeah. to Paraguay. Um, but, uh, yeah, and so... Yeah, but I mean, to my knowledge, that would, that's... Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. interesting, the idea that it sort of, you know, reads better on paper than in reality and, you know, the only yeah. contact we have with it is in print now, you know, that there's, although you know, I guess there would be descendants of these people. Mm. Um, but, you know, that that movement, I'm sure, would have informed in some way, um, you know, progressive thinking in 
in uh, you know in sort of um, in some in some I guess in instances with independent political parties or even you know groups and movements culturally that there was this sort of suggestion that you know these ideals were being presented in in an era where um, you know contributions that produce catalogues in printed form mm. uh, or have you know electronic documentation of every mm. show um, mm. so it then becomes the job of the artist or the the curator to to actually kind of document mm. it before um, and you know that's where this project kind of works because it's almost like the documentation of a project as the project you know it's mm-hmm. sort of the, mm-hmm. the printed object becomes the you know the sort of research, the the artwork, and the and the uh, the documentation afterwards. Like it's all carried in one thing. So mm. it's yeah, mm. yeah. But it work. It, it appeal. It, I guess it appeals uh, to cur- a curator because it's on a conceptual level um, very much aligned with this idea that we you know we're sort of saying is missing in in Australian art that there's a there's a history historical kind of aspect of of Australia that's kind of missing mm. in artistic interpretation mm-hmm. yeah mm. 